Welcome to another inspirational teaching from Tim Warden Communications. Our mission is to honor God and deliver all his benefits. Good morning. I'm so glad to see everybody here and so glad my friend Tom and Cora are here from Georgia. Tom, if those of you who had been here for a long time, you'll still remember Tom. But Tom, when he was still single, we were both still single, he was my co-missionary here in San Fernando for at least two years, and uh, we had a lot of experiences together. Hindi wala pa dito sa center nito na sa paikot-ikot, NPA. No permanent address noon. And uh, so it's really a great homecoming. And now he's got he's married, and he's got two great kids. There's Mia and Moses, and they've got a great, successful family, great man of God. And Rosie's here from the Hillsong Church in Australia. So glad you're here. And uh, they were our hosts. You know, when we go to Hill, when we, when we went to Hillsong Conference, they were our hosts. And so she opened her home and very hospitable. And they have a great, thriving congregation with a, a lot of Filipinos that go to the Hillsong Church. Is that right? That's still true? Yeah. Is Pastor Pat still around? No more? I don't know. Okay. So, and uh, so he, she's here with uh, Marvin. I think she hosted Marvin when he's in Australia. So Marvin is hosting her when she's in the Philippines. So if you're here for the first time or second time or third time, would you just raise your hand? First, second, or third time. You're here for the first time or the second time or third time. One, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah. So... Kayo po ang mga VIP. So if you're sitting next to someone who is new, just uh, be very friendly. You know, the culture here is friendly and quality. You know, very good. Is that right? All right. Let's continue with our, this is actually part three ng ating uh, series, A Few Good Men. And, you know, I've been talking in the past weeks about, you know, you got to be responsible. You got to take leadership. And so the message is para sa mga lalaki. I alam ko na very hard hitting, very very hard yung mga messages. But today, this I want to give you a key. I believe that will just open this up for you to be. Well, let's pray as we go to the Word of God. Are you ready? Is your is your mind open? Is your heart good soil? Yeah, very receptive today. All right, let's pray. Panginoon, kayo po ang magturo po sa amin ngayon. Let your Holy Spirit be our our mentor, our teacher, while I'm speaking. Let there be uh, uh, also another track, another track of, of teaching that goes on in our spirit. And we just want to receive and be transformed by renewing our minds and to really have a life change. Not just some more information, but that it would transform our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, one of my favorite things to do is to rest. Sino sa inyo mahilig matulog, magpahinga, magpamassage? And resting is so uh, delicious, and I like to just rest. And, and I think that most people like this. Even as most people are looking for wealth, most people prioritize their health, and most people need love, I think most people also need to rest, right? And so rest, as you know, or you might experience this, it's not just about physical you know, maybe you even had eight or ten hours of sleep, but the next day you still feel, you still feel tired. You still like, oh, I need to rest. Or maybe kababa lang and galing ka sa Then you feel like, oh oh, 
uh, I just came from my vacation, but I'm so tired. <laughs> Have you experienced that? You know, and so usually unrest is something na gawin natin yung opposite na ginagawa, which made us tired in the first place. Kung ikaw isang estudyante, and then babad ka sa mga libro, and then talagang nagre-review, parang gamit mo ang, ang utak, your, your brain is overtime, and then you just want to rest. Hindi naman tulog ang, ang, ang kailangan mo, but you just want to do something na basta huwag pag-aaral, you know? I want to just play a video game or something na it doesn't take much brain. If you've been working at, at work, you just want to come home and watch TV. Or probably if you had uh, been very um, busy emotionally, maybe galing ka sa conflict, or you had something very emotionally, nakiramay, or some kind of heavy emotional things, counseling somebody, or crying, or what. You just want to do something na opposite. Papatawa, you know, watch a comedy or something. So usually rest, we're not just only talking about physical. Tama po ba? It's not just physical that could make you rest. Our strength gets exhausted when we are living and exerting our own strength and efforts into something. But look at this in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, very popular verse. It says that those who wait, okay, everybody say wait. Wait, another version says they put their hope in or they put their trust in the Lord. Those who wait for the Lord's help find renewed strength. And what happens is they rise up as if they had eagle's wings. Nakakita ka ng agila? When he flies, he doesn't flap so hard and you know he's not exerting a lot of effort. The eagle simply just extends his wings, and catches the wind. It doesn't really work so hard. And the Bible says that when we wait on the Lord's help, as if nakakaroon tayo ng mga pakpak, like an eagle, and you know, the, 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 the wing is actually our faith. And the wind is His power. Your faith on God's power can just cause you to soar. It says they'll, they'll, they'll run. You know, Run. Run with the vision. Run with purpose. Run with passion. Run with direction. And not grow weary. They shall walk. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the light. They'll just walk and walk and walk. Go through the, the, the work, the school, ministry. They'll just do all the things that God is leading them to do. And not grow tired. Without getting tired. And so, the, the gist of our message today is stop doing works with your own strength and start relying on the Lord's help. Ang true rest is not that you stop working. It's not that you drop out of school or you lie low in ministry or whatever things that you think is the source of making, making you tired. True rest is when you believe that God has worked for you already. And you receive from Him rest as a gift. Regalo. You know, it's free. You receive God's working for you as a gift. And you start trusting that. May pagkasabi si Jesus nung namatay siya sa cross. This is very, very important. 
that one of the last words of Jesus, when he was hanging on the cross, he said, it is finished. Okay, another version would say, it is accomplished. And the, the word there, it just means that everything that needed to be done to give you a rest, a real rest for your soul, nagawa na ni Jesus on the cross. Nagkihirap siya 33 years. He never sinned. He pleased God all the time. He, he did everything that needed to be done. Doon sa cross, sa kanyang crucifixion, he received our shame, our sickness. He just bore everything. Pinalit niya. He just, great exchange yan. And he said, it is accomplished. Now, our human, you know, pride wants to have something to be boastful about, diba? You know, I'll, I'll help God. I'll be a good person. I'll try my best and, and I'll uh, obey God more, pray more, read my Bible more. And that if we can do more of these things, that it somehow helps God. It somehow helps His mission that we can do a lot of good things. And we want to get some credit for doing our side, our part. But... In the gospel, Jesus gets all the credit and all the glory. And what really will give you rest is not trying harder to please God. You will get exhausted if you do that. And you might think, well, but that's good, right? I should, I should, I should give God my 100%. Yeah, you know, but people have been trying to please God for thousands of years. And no one has been able to do it perfectly. But Jesus Christ heard the words from heaven. This is my beloved son. In him, in him, I'm very well pleased. And so, if you want true rest, doon tayo umasa kay Jesus and his, what we call, finished work. He did the work on the cross. And he said, it's finished. Which means you cannot add some more good works to make it better. It's finished. And if you want real rest, look at this. This is a Romans chapter 5, verse 17. It's a great verse. It says that those who receive, you just say receive, you know, you just breathe in, receive. It doesn't say those who work hard. Those who receive the abundance of grace. You know, grace is undeserved favor. And it's an abundance, not the minimum. Abundance of grace. Now, Joanna was telling a testimony. Now. She was given a treat in Manila at a five-star hotel. Pumunta siya sa Manila, wala siyang dala na pera. She didn't have money. She just, uh, you know, what do you call that? Sabit. <laughs> you know, saling puso. No, actually, joke <laughs> lang. But she was going along. And naki-ride on siya sa benefits na meron doon sa kanyang leader who brought her to Manila. Who paid the bills. Who arranged the transportation. They, somebody else paid the toll fare, the gasoline, the merienda, the tax and the tips and everything. She had nothing to do but receive the abundance of grace. She didn't say... No, this is too much for me. This is too expensive. I'll just check in at a cheaper hotel. She received abundance. She, she confessed, it's a lot more than I deserve. Aren't you glad God doesn't give you what you deserve? 
You know, if if you want what you deserve, number one, Jesus will not be glorified. Number two, you'll be dead. Because the wages of sin is death. That's what we get. So we need to be comfortable with the fact that and, and be okay with receiving abundance of grace. Kalaoban ng Diyos, kalaoban ng Diyos, that we receive not the minimum. But here's what happens when you receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Are you still reading this verse? Keep it on the screen so everyone can, can just soak this in. When you receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, those people who have the guts, not the guts, those people that have the lakas ng loob, na tumanggap ng abundance of grace. Like Joanna, talagang, you know, malakas ang loob niya na, wow. And she, you know, she got out of the van and went to, wow. Thankful, but yet not so uh, bashful to receive it. You know, talagang hindi siya, hindi siya nagdadalawang isip. No, sige, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, and those who do this, the Bible says they will reign in life. Reign is a word they use for a king. Diba? Maghari. Those who receive abundance of grace and gift of righteousness, sila maghari in this life. And you know, a king is not a laborer. He doesn't go to the field and work every day. The king, diba, rested lang siya. Nakaupo sa trono. Rested. Cool so you might say it this way, those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will rest in life. See, Jesus said, Matthew 11, He said, are you, uh, I like this, this is a popular verse, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. But look at this in another translation, the Message Bible. It says, are you tired, burned out on religion he says come to me and get away with me you know halika punta tayo sa five star hotel sa manila get away with me and you'll recover your life i'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it Learn the unforced rhythms of grace, you know? Hindi pilit. Hindi tarantara. You know, hindi frenzy. It's unforced rhythms of grace. It's grace, grace, you know? And you just begin to walk in that. Expect that. Flow with that. Receive that grace. Unforced rhythms of grace. Jesus said, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Have you ever had clothes that were ill-fitting? You know, hindi nagkasya yung pantalon, sobrang luwang, sobrang sikip. Have you ever put on clothes you used to wear, but now it's ill-fitting to you? <laughs> Awkward, you know? And Jesus said, I won't put anything ill-fitting on you, but keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. See, rest is an attitude of your heart. It's not about, you know, did you sleep enough? It's not about, well, I'm burnt out with school, so I'll take one semester off. Or I've been working in the church, I serve, I volunteer. Now I just want to take a rest. 
And I'm all, that doesn't, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Sa totoo lang, rest is an attitude of the heart na nagdidepend ka sa pagmamahal ng Diyos. And you're depending on His work, not your own work. See? You rest. It's not resting from work. It's resting in work. And I wrote this, just a little definition, don't say outline. You can read that. It's that true rest is not inactivity. Hindi big sabihin na wala kang ginagawa. True rest is actually peaceful enjoyment, you know, in the midst of activity. Because you're confident and secure in the love and accomplishments of another. And that's Jesus. You know, you're at rest, you're at ease when you're confident, when you feel secure, that you're loved. You're not struggling to make someone love you. You're in a comfortable zone. You're confident that someone like Joanna, she was going along and she doesn't have to fret or worry or be stressed about the bills in that hotel. Because now if she's alone, she will be worried. But she didn't have to do that because she was just resting, confident, and secured because yung kasama niya, ah, magbabayad. May kaya. May kaya ang kasama niya. So siya ang magbabayad. So hindi siya nag, nag, uh, nag-aala. She's not worried. Diba? And when we live our lives feeling secured, Jesus loves me. I'm confident. And siya may kaya. Okay, I've sinned, but he's gonna pay. And in fact, he's already paid. Hindi pa ako nagsasorry, hindi pa ako nagsisisi, hindi, hindi pa ako mingi ng pagpatawad. He's already settled it. <laughs> He's already dealt with this. So there's a confidence and a security. Hindi, ka, hindi ako magdududa na baka may tatapon ako sa impyerno. Baka, you know, you don't have to fear about that because there's a love and, and, and the accomplishments. It is accomplished. Sabi ni Jesus, it's another. And so that's, that's what nagsusupply ng rest sa atin. Listen, the hard part of being a Christian is already done. Did you hear me? Whatever, is, it's already finished. So write this down. I'll give you a few, a, a few pointers here, a few tips. Number one is continually invite God into, uh, to take over every or each and every area of your life. Pwede ba yan? Continually invite Him. Hindi lang sa linggo. Okay, I'm going to church on Sunday, I'll, I'll meet with God. Yan yung dating, ano eh, pag, yan yung dating paradigm. Punta ko sa church sa linggo para kausapin ko si God. No, invite God to actually take over every area of your life you have responsibilities at home alam ko yan you have you have work pressures work demands deadlines you know a lot of responsibilities doon you have a schedule you have relationships you have needs financial needs health needs emotional needs alam ko you have burdens and problems but you invite god to take over siya ang mag maging driver and sakay ka lang sa bus but he's the driver and conductor and, and you just allow him to be the one 
na siya ang nanguuna, siya ang nagdi-decision, siya ang nagmamanage ng bawat area ng buhay mo. It says in Philippians 4.6, don't worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. <laughs> and tell God what you need and always give Him thanks for all He has done. So every time you feel tempted to be uh, you know, worried or stressed, just entrust or, or y- y- rely on God's work. And this is a very important uh, thing that I think we should know. Every one of us who became a Christian, sino sa inyo na tumanggap kay Jesus and you're, you're, you're a believer in Christ? Okay? There was a time in your life, I'm sure, dumating sa point when you had to acknowledge na hindi ko kayang iligtas ang aking sarili. Diba? I don't believe na maliligtas ka na habang nagsasabi na I can save myself, hindi ko kailangan si Jesus. E ba't katamanggap kay Jesus pag hindi mo siya kailangan? We always come to Jesus pag desperate na. I need a Savior. I cannot wash away my own sins. So we have to have a Savior. So we come to Jesus, humble ourselves, and then we say, Lord, I need you. I cannot save myself. I, I have sins that needs to be dealt with. And so we depend. Can, can you relate? Somehow, I don't know what wordings or what experience. But we all had something similar. That we relied on Jesus. We asked Him to save us. And then, wow, thank you. Thank you, Lord. So, we came into Christ because we were desperate and needed a Savior. And He was the one. The only way. Yeah. Truth and life. But then, after that, naakala nung ilan, na magmula ngayon, I have to now uh, do better. You know, Jesus saved me now. The least I could do is try hard and please Him and, and go to church and read my Bible and, and grow myself and, and be nice to people. And you know, Galatians 3.3 settles that argument very clearly. Galatians 3.3, 3, Paul said, how foolish can you be? <laughs> you know, after starting your Christian life in the Spirit, right? you started with that dependence on the Spirit. He says, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Right? Umasa tayo sa biyaya ng Diyos, sa kagandahang loob ng Diyos na walang bayad. Doon tayo umasa eh, when we got saved. Now, we're trying to tell Jesus, thank you for saving me. Magmula ngayon, hindi ko kailangan ng tagapagligtas. Kaya kong magmanage ng buhay ko through my own efforts. I'll study more, read more, try better. No, that's foolishness. Jesus was not a savior pang one-time use lang. And then tatapon mo siya. You need Jesus in every day. See, He was our Savior. He still is my Savior. You know, every day, siya isang tagapagliktas. That's who He is sa buhay ko. He saves me from problems. He saves me out of temptations. He saves me from discouragement. He saves me financially. He saves me in my health. He saves my marriage every day. He saves me in emotional things. God, Jesus is our Savior. So we have to constantly invite Him to be the Savior each area, every time. And that's what rest is all about. Hebrews 4 verse 10. 
and 9, by 9 and 10, he says, there remains. Everybody say remains. Sa Tagalog, nananatili. It's not just one time and then it goes away. There remains a Sabbath rest. For us, every day, there remains a rest for the people of God. And anyone who enters God's rest, it's a, it, see, rest is not, like I said, hindi siya you know, nakatulog ka. Rest is that position, and that, that position of, of your heart. And when you enter that place, that position of your heart from God's rest, enter God's rest, then you rest from your own works. Yeah? Just as God did from His. Therefore, sabi ni, 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 therefore, let us strive. Anong Tagalog na strive? Pagsisikap. You know? Nagsisikap. Let us strive to enter. <laughs> let us work hard to rest. It seems like contradictory, di ba? Let's work hard to be at rest. But this is rest, knowing that every day, Jesus will save you again and again and again and again. Hindi lang pang pagpahugas ng kasalanan, but even in every area of your life. Number two, believe and receive this. Believe, parang it rhymes, believe, receive, right? Believe and receive God's love and work. Siya ang naghirap, siya ang nagwork for you. God is working in you, through you, for you. You can rest and receive that. Many people doubt that God loves them. And they would think, unless I do something to please God, magagalit siya sa akin. Unless I do something, I have to, you know. But we can believe and receive. Believe that God wants to demonstrate His love to you. And when you rest, hindi ibig sabihin, nagsislow down ka. You just believe that all the work is done. Hindi kailangan bumalik si Jesus on this earth again. Jesus doesn't have any follow-up work to do. Okay? He doesn't have to go from heaven to earth again this time because you sinned more since the last time He was here. So now, He doesn't have to come back here and go to the cross again and do some more crucifixion and all of that to, to settle your sins. It's finished. He said, it's accomplished. Tapos na. So we believe and receive that finished work. And number three is that when you face difficult people, do you have any difficult people in your life? Yes. <laughs> Maybe kapatid, you know, your, 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 your husband. Sino mga difficult people sa life mo? Your boss. Your kapitbahay, katabimo. You know, when you face difficult people, or problems, or pressures. I think those three P's are common sa lahat, sa lahat di ba? May mga people sa buhay mo, mga problems, lahat tayo, mga problema, financial problems, you know, um, health problems, traffic, baha, you know, um, whatever kind of problems you have. And then pressures. We live in a high-pressured world, di ba? And there's so many demands from us. So these pressures, these problems, these people, whenever you're facing those, every day, any day, here's what you do. To get rest. Because you think, I can't rest. These people, makulit. Wala kong pagpahinga. The pressures are coming nonstop. Wala kong rest. Remember, Jesus was in a storm. The same with His disciples. But they were not resting. Natatakot sila, paranoid, napapanik na sila. And they said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He was asleep. 
Pa-easy-easy siya. He was asleep. He was rested. Kung anong karanasan nila, because they're in a boat and the storm, the water is coming in the boat, I'm sure pati si Jesus nabasa. Habang tulog, kung anong una niya, nabasa din. Hindi naman siya exempted. Well, he was not in a, a beach resort. He was in the same boat with them. Right? But he was asleep. He was resting. He was confident and secured in the love of God and the accomplishment of God for his life. Sila, hindi sila rested. They're paranoid. They're panicking. Because why? Because they really doubted the love of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, and this is what they said, don't you care about us? Because it, it expressed yung laman ng puso nila, which they're saying, Jesus, I don't think you really care about us. You don't really love us. You're going to let us drown. You're going to let us die. And when they doubted the love of Jesus, they got fear. But perfect love, and when you believe that your love, the perfect love, drives out fear. Yeah? And so the first thing you do, this is letter A, is focus on God's love for you. Not your love for Him, His love for you. You understand that? Listen, listen to me. This is so important. In the old covenant, and may not tanong Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, you want to know the top, number one, highest commandment? Okay, I cannot, one is not enough. It takes two. Two. The highest commandment is not, not just one, it's two. And that is to love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, now, how many of us had really obeyed that commandment? And then love your neighbor as yourself. Sino sa atin nagagawa yan? A hundred percent of the time. So the old covenant had what's called the great commandment. But it was really not great news. It was not gospel. It was really bad news. Because with that commandment, I'm already convicted. I'm already judged guilty. Bagsak, kumbaga. Right? The new covenant is good news. It's great news. And that is not that you have to love God with all your heart, with all your strength. The new covenant was we love because He first loved us. You see? And so there is the good news. Jesus said in John 13, 34, a new commandment I give you. And that is love one another as, just as I have loved you. See, the old covenant, you got to love God. You got to love God. The new covenant, God loves you. God loves you. Kaya, kaya mong mahalin ang ibang tao because you can rest knowing that God has first loved you. So whatever you face, mga kapatid, take a moment in your day, take a moment and just focus on God's love for you. See, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so, and I'm confident in that. John 15, 9, as the Father loved me, so I loved you. Now remain in my love. Letter B, switch on. Everybody, you know, like a light switch or like this fan, you know. Chick, you know, switch on the awareness. We've got to be aware. Open your attention, switch on the awareness that you're forgiven much. Sometimes we forgot, no? That, that we were forgiven so much. 
At doon papasok ang self-righteousness. Don't you remember how much you were forgiven? <laughs> and so, if you remember the story sa Luke 7:47, yung babae na, who was a big sinner, and Jesus said, you know, her sins, which were many, okay? Sino sa inyo katulad ko na, you have many sins, you know? Her sins were many, and they are forgiven. Thus, kaya, she loved much. But the one who is forgiven little, or akala niya konti lang kailang niyang forgiveness, he will also love little. You see? So if you will be aware much that you're forgiven much, you will love much. Yan ang bunga. Because you, when you are aware, switch on the awareness. I've been forgiven a lot. And this is where faith happens. You have to have faith that you've been forgiven. You will not love your spouse if you don't believe Jesus forgave you. You won't work well at, at your job. It will affect every part of your life if you doubt that Jesus' sacrifice was enough to cleanse you. And you walk around dirty and guilty and condemned You'll be trying hard to cover up. You'll be trying hard to make people love you because you won't feel love and you will not give much because you will not love much because akala mo, you have not been forgiven much. Yeah, here's the secret. Turn on the awareness. Turn on your faith that I have been forgiven much. And the result done is you'll love much, yeah? And if you don't think you're loved much, uh, you don't think you're forgiven much, then you will, you will love also little. And letter C is rely on and expect God's love to change things. You know, umasa ka sa pagmamahal ng Diyos. His love is powerful. It will change things. Change hearts. You know, God is working in you. And He's giving you desires to please Him. You didn't have those desires before. But He is putting desires in you. And He's giving you the power also to obey Him. See? So we have that relationship with Him. Religion, ang sigaw ng religion is do. Do it, do it, do it, do more, do better, do all the time. That's religion. But relationship with Jesus says done. Not do. Ano mas gusto mo? Do or done? <laughs> do is, the responsibility is all on you. But done says, Jesus took responsibility for you. That's why sa Old Testament, the priest, when they served sa temple, they were not supposed to sweat. In Ezekiel chapter 44, 18, they were supposed to wear linen, yung, yung manipis na damit, linen uh, turban, linen undergarments, and they should not perspire because sweat or perspiration speaks of hard work. Connected yan sa sumpa in the Garden of Eden, that man will now produce f food from his sweat and hard work. But when people serve God, ayon God na magperspire ka. Because they, God doesn't want you to come out and everyone would say, wow, you've been working hard. Ang sipag ni pare. Ang galing-galing niya magsilbi sa Dios. No, you, we, we, we serve God 
we, we should live every day in a status of rest. Not inactivity, but enjoyment and peace. Confident and secure in the love and work of another. Yeah? That's why sa Bible, in the Old Testament, all the battles, sabi ng Panginoon sa kanila, sa mga Israelites, you don't have to fight this battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. You just stand still and watch the Lord save you. Psalms 46.10, Be still. And ano pang pwedeng ibigay ko sa'yo? Anong pwedeng pang ipa, ipagawa ko sa'yo? Sabi niyo, okay. Itong sabi ni Lord, Be still and jump, no? Be still and serve, no? Be still and pray. Be still and give, no? Be still and know. Be still and know that I am God. Is it, the, the verbs there are so hard to find. Be and know. <laughs> Be still and know that I am God. And so, this is the, the, the cry of the psalmist in Psalms 23, diba? He makes me lie down in green pastures. You know, he just makes me lie down. It's not so much working, it's more of just resting in God. So I want you to be able to rest. Let's review this. Number one, Anian, continually invite God to take over each area of life. Number two, believe and receive God's work, God's love and work for you. And three, when facing difficult people, problems, or pressures, focus on God's love for you, not your love for Him. Switch on the awareness that you're forgiven much. Rely on and expect God's love to change things. Now, how would that apply in my marriage? Well... Whenever inaaway ako ni Bambi or something like, you know, something's an argument or alam mo na mga ganon. Well, then instead of trying to change her, you know, sometimes we want to change the mind of our spouse. They're wrong, I'm right. Usually ganyan ang pag-iisip, no? So instead of trying to change her, when there's a tension, I would just focus on Jesus. I will not try to think about who my wife is. I'll try to think about who Jesus is. See? And when you focus on Jesus, then your needs will be met. A happy marriage is a marriage where your needs are met. And if you try to meet your needs from the spouse, it won't work. See? So we try to uh, just focus on Jesus. And the Bible says in Ephesians, Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, Love your wives just as Christ loved the church. It does not say, husbands, love your wives the best you can. It does not say, husbands, love your wives better or as much as she loves you. It says, husbands, love your wives and focus on how much Christ loved you. So when I look at Christ, then... I start to feel that He loves me. And I don't have to think about, I'm going to leave her. Because I remember that He says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And when I focus on Him, you know, when you behold Him, you become like Him. And so this will work in marriage, this will work in your job, this will work in any part of your life. Manalangin po tayo. 
Lord Jesus, thank you for loving us first, taking the lead, taking the initiative, and teach us to really focus on you, on your love for us. Help us not to live life struggling and trying with our best efforts. This is not enough to please you. But that as your life is imparted into us more and more, that kusang loob, kusang lalabas at lalabas ang bunga ang iyong banang espiritu. This would just happen freely and effortlessly as we are united to you. Help us, Lord, na manatili sa inyo and your words will abide in us and that in every area of our life, you take over. You'd be the center of it all. You'd be the center of my life, center of my marriage, center of our church, center of my my financial life, center of my mental and emotional health. You'd just be the center of it all. And if anyone here needs that relationship with Jesus, just open your heart and receive Him, receive His love. He loved you first. And you just respond in loving Him. Thank you, Father, for your presence today. Thank you that your word changes us. Tinatanggap ka namin as our Savior. Hindi lang noon pang one-time use lang. But you are our Savior. Pang araw-araw. That's who you are. That's what you do. Daga pagliktas. At sinasamba ka namin in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoy listening to today's teachings from Tim Warden. For more life-changing audio and video teaching resources, call the San Fernando Christian Community at 0919-846-6849 or visit our website at christian.com.ph and add us on facebook.com slash sfccphilippines. If you're ever in La Union, Visit us along Ortiga Highway, Santiago Norte, San Fernando City.